Welcome to Life Mastery for Women. I'm your host, Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. I've been studying mind mastery and emotional management and energy work and its connection to spirituality for over 25 years. And in this podcast, I help guide you out of your daily struggles in life in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality. Life is hard, but your daily growth doesn't have to be. Join me three times a week as I lead you inward on a healing, connecting, and creating journey. Let's go get that nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I'm finding you connecting in deeper, more meaningful ways. If you're not connecting in deeper ways, and it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So today we're going to talk about complaining. We're going to complain about complaining, and we're going to complain about complainers and the weather and what's going on in the world. No, we're not. But I will tell you this, complaining is like one of my favorite things to do. I'm not really sure why, but I'm going to decipher it today on the show to help you to understand exactly why, if you are a complainer, why we do it. I think it's really important to understand the why so we can start to shift and do something different to get our needs met. So I come from a long line of complainers. My mom's whole side of the family is Italian, and they constantly complain about who's on TV, who's not on TV, the food, who makes what, what restaurants are open, what's happening on this road, that road, construction, whatever. I live in northern Michigan, and I find that most of the time when I go out in public, and like I said in the last episode, I really hate small talk, but I do find myself talking about the weather. I like to engage with people, and usually if it turns you know, and we're we're now not talking about the weather, then I can really go deep with a person and I can really like leave a little inspiration before I leave the cash register. I find that to be a lot more valuable to me and hopefully valuable to them. But here's what I, I typically say. So, hey, how's it going? And oh my gosh, like last week it was 82 degrees for like five days in a row and now it's hardly 39 degrees. It's totally Michigan weather, right? And I'll say something like, oh, man, the weather is is really changing. And it's like crazy that, you know, last week I was in shorts and this week I'm in my, you know, my sweatshirt and my vest again. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's Michigan. That's what, you know, and I would say something like, well, you know what? If we didn't live in Michigan, what would we complain about? And I said, we might not be the best looking because we hardly ever go outside. And when we do, we soak up the sun and then we're just wrinkled tan messes and or we're overweight because all we do for entertainment is eat because the weather is not cooperatable. Cooperatable? Cooperatable? That's a good one. Cooperating? Huh. I'll have to write that one down. Cooperatable. But we are a hardy bunch in northern Michigan because we deal with the weather, but we spend more of our time complaining about it. You know, it's one of the funnest things that I do is to complain about the weather. But really, I'm not trying to complain about the weather. Like, I really don't care. Like, I can find things to do no matter what the weather is. One of the pieces of weather, one phenomenon that I do dislike a lot is the wind. The wind really bothers me. I can stand the rain and the snow and the sleet and the heat, but it's the wind. I don't know why. I must need to go figure out how to fly a kite. Anyway, except I do like it when we go to the beach and it's windy and the waves are amazing, but that's different. I'm not sure why, but I don't like the wind. Okay, so here's my step one to stopping complaining. First of all, it's self-awareness. So pay attention today when you're out in public or at work or with your family, what are your topics of conversation? What we started doing at the dinner table is, hey, tell me how your day went. Most of the time, we find the thing to complain about. 
well, I was in science today and the teacher was kind of a turd and they did this and this and that and that. And then I was in trouble for talking too much. Okay. And so what we decided to do is to say, what was the best thing that happened today? Now, because we shifted gears so rapidly and we stopped having our dinner conversation be about complaints or kids that got in trouble or who was back talking or who got sent to the office is what was the best thing? And because we shifted that gear, it does take a minute for them to shift into a different perspective. So then we say things like, you know, take your time. It's okay. Just see what you can come up with. You know, think about, you know, what happened today. And then others are, what are you grateful for today? You know, and so I decided I'm going to start doing that in public as well is when I go out is to say, what's the best thing about your day today? Now, some people don't want to talk about the best thing because they're so in the in the um, arena of complaining that they don't want to talk about the best. Like nothing's going great in my life, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, what could go better? And how would you like it to go better? That's just the coach in me. So having that self-awareness to pay attention to see what you're doing, what are your conversations like? Do you find yourself complaining to connect with others? If you have a job and you work with people and you take lunch together, or you're standing around the coffee pot or the water cooler, do you find yourself complaining about the pay, the boss, other car workers, lack of parking, construction on 4th Street, or whatever's happening in the government? Do you find yourself doing that? then maybe the reason you're complaining is you want to connect. And most of the time, because it's just been an okay thing in our society, that we have learned that complaining is an okay way to get our needs met. So let's find some other needs. So first of all, what does complaining serve? How does it serve you? What are you really trying to do instead? So if you're at work and you're complaining, are you trying to connect with others? And in that connection, are you trying to get along? Are you trying to be accepted? It's really, really important to find the base of why we do the things that we do, because here's why. When you're wanting to change a habit, you have to fill it with another habit, something that's healthier. If you want to stop smoking, you got to figure out why you smoke, what need is being met, and then find a healthier way to meet that need. It is one of the most brilliant but simple techniques, and it really does work. Finding out why we do something so we can change it into something better, so we can grow and we can thrive and we can get past those points in our lives where we're just drawing this negative energy towards ourselves. So if you're finding that you're connecting, then I would ask, how else can I connect with this person? How else can I find connection? What else can I do? What else can we talk about? How can I find that need without complaining. Because here's what complaining does. Complaining really throws out a lot of negative energy. And if you've heard my other podcast where I talk about throwing dog poop on the sidewalk of life, that is really what we're doing. We're complaining about something. We're throwing dog poop out there. Then all of a sudden it snows the next day. You have to bring the turtles in from their pond. You just did the turtle drop 2023 because I have four turtles. And it's this big event that I do on Facebook. And I do this live event. I put the turtles outside because it's 85 degrees. And I turn around three days later, it's 39 degrees. And I bring them all back inside and I put them in their hibernation apartments where they are highly protesting at the moment. Okay, now that I've said that, if I continue to complain about the weather, will I not in fact change the weather? And you might go, are you joking me, Jen? You can change the weather? Collectively, we can. I firmly believe in that. I firmly believe collectively we can change anything on this planet, including the weather. 
If I'm trying to get along with others, is there another way I could do that? If I'm trying to get accepted, how can I accept myself? Okay, these are all deeper, meaningful questions that you can ask yourself to absorb and figure out why do I complain? What need am I trying to meet? And how else can I meet that need? Okay, are you doing it for attention? I think that that's what I do. In my complaining, I complain about business or who didn't sign up or what didn't happen or why that person just posted on Facebook and and attacked me like that. And I complain, I go on about it for 16 days and I try to problem solve. One of my favorite things to do is problem solve. So sometimes I feel like I complain to create a problem that I can solve or I try to get attention. Now, I had very low self-esteem. I grew up with a mom that was very self-absorbed. She had a lot of stuff going on in her life. She didn't have a lot of time for me to, but we had a pretty good relationship. So when we were connecting, we were connecting pretty good. I absolutely loved my mom and I had a lot of compassion for her in, in the difficulties of her life. So I was a really good kid, but man, when you let me loose in college, holy moly, did I like let loose. It was crazy. Not in like this big, holy, holy moly way, but I was very obnoxious. I was like, freedom. Yay. I was up all night. I was out all the time. I wasn't into like terrible things. Like I've never done drugs and I did drink a little bit and and here and there, but I was like out, out and about, you know, not causing, not doing a bunch of illegal things, but I was definitely enjoying my freedom. And I moved into this space of attention seeking behavior. And I think that that's why I just was like off the charts. And In that attention-seeking behavior, I found that complaining to the right person got attention. You know, if I went in to, let's say, the professor, and I just said, hey, you know, that that test was, was pretty all right. I did pretty good. He'd be like, okay, great. But if I went in complaining about the class... He's like, oh, okay. Well, let's let's have a sit down, and why don't you come by my office, and and we'll we'll do a you know have like a meeting for like an hour, and we'll discuss how it's going for you, and what we can do to help, and maybe we could hook you up with a tutor, and maybe we can this this and this and that. I got all kinds of attention for it. And then when I was getting all that attention, man, I felt important. I felt like somebody. Now that's important right there. Ooh, I want to feel important. Then I can ask myself, how else? Can I get that need met instead of complaining? Because complaining is no fun to be around. It also doesn't really serve you. Okay, so it it tends, and I became a big, big, giant complainer. I became very, very negative. My outlook on life was very bleak. I was kind of depressed. I shouldn't say kind of. I was depressed. I was angry. I had bouts of, of times in my life in my early, mid-20s that I was suicidal And I'm like, okay, dude, like we have to figure this out, you know, like me talking to myself. We got to figure this out because I don't want to live a life like this. Now, I'd love to tell you that it changed right away, but I didn't really know what I know now. And when we start to look at our ways of communication, it, it serves us in so many different ways. For one, it creates more depth between ourselves and our soul and our higher self. And when we can create more depth, we can get more understanding. And when we have more understanding, we can start to relish in the idea of getting our needs met in different ways that create a better life for ourselves. And so having that awareness of the kind of communication that I have and understanding going, okay, so if I complain, I get a lot of attention. So what else can I do instead of complain? 
Well, I could um, have deeper, meaningful conversations. I can try to get to know people a little bit better. I could, I could talk about the the pleasantries, the things that are amazing going on in the world right now, because there are amazing things that are going on in the world right now. And and if I'm looking for that attention, well, maybe I do great things to get attention instead of just complaining about things. Okay, so there's lots of ways that you can go a little bit deeper in trying to find ways, trying to find. Uh, differences of how can you overcome this complaint and how else can you get this need met. Now, here's another one that I found to be a little bit interesting. And um, I think that there's a lot of relationships out there that fall into this category. But when I, and I see, I see this happen with a specific family member. And when they complain, the other person does stuff for them. So if the person says, oh my gosh, it's really cold in here, that other person jumps up and goes and gets them a sweater or a blanket or tries to make them comfortable. You know, I'm really hungry. Boom, up they go and off into the kitchen and they go and they make them something or they, you know, here, here I made you a sandwich or here's a, a donut or I don't here's some fruit, whatever. And they get people to do things for them. Now, at the base of that is power. The base of that is getting people to do things for you is a need for power and a desire for power. So my thought is, where can you improve your power over you? Now, that is an interesting question because it's like, well, I want other people to do things for me. Yeah, you probably don't. I mean, yeah, that's nice and everything, but there's there's a disconnect in your life when you're finding other people doing things for you and you're not doing things for you. Like I feel like having power over people is a weaker state of mind than becoming empowered yourself. Now, if something ever happened to me and I was in a wheelchair or something or like the times where my back, I'm like my back muscle is seized up and I can't walk, that it feels very terrible for me. For one, physically it feels terrible, but emotionally when Amy has to take care of everything, it feels terrible to me. And so I am more... Um, encouraged to take care of my body and to really work on the things that I need to work on to overcome this physical situation so that I can avoid that task. I don't want someone to have to take care of me. So becoming empowered gives me a power over myself. And that, my friends, is the strongest thing that you can do instead of trying to be uh, overpowering to somebody else. It's... um. There's something just so great about it, you know, is being able to motivate yourself and being able to complete a task and being able to do things for others and to build a life that you really want to live. I think that I think there isn't anything better than that is becoming becoming the power over yourself. So other things are is really finding out what else you are after. What else are you after? Dig deep. Get out your journal. Find out those things. Look look a little bit deeper. Am I a complainer? Do I complain to connect? Do I complain to get attention? Do I complain because I want people to do things for me? And then what is the emotion? So if I want people to do things for me, that is power. If I want attention, that is the feeling of importance. If I want connection, then that's that's the feeling of this deeper, meaningful connection with other people. If I want to get along, then that's accepting. And then I ask, how can you give that self? How can you give that to yourself? If you pay attention to your talk, if you pay attention to the things that you say, the way that you say them, your body and your intuition is constantly communicating with you. We just need to hear. We just need to stop and listen instead of continuing to go on our way the way that we the way that we always used to do things. Because if you keep going the way that you always used to do things, you'll always get what you got. 
And I don't know about you, but I want my life to continue going up and up and up. And I want myself and my family to just keep getting better and better and better. So I hope this served you. I hope that you got something out of this. And I hope that you will find a different way to connect with people at a different level. I'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this show, please consider making a small donation. This helps me to continue creating powerful episodes for you each week. But also, you become a bigger part of changing the world by changing yourself one episode at a time. By investing in my show, you are investing in yourself, your life, and your planet. And by elevating yourself, you are elevating others around you. And I thank you.